Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whisperers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray lifestyle, relationship counselor, educator, and motivational speaker. Whispers, I am so excited to be in here today. I mean, this week has been packed for me. I don't know how you guys' week has been, but this has been a dynamic week, I tell you. I got some new things that I'm in and I'm doing and I'm a part of, and I'm going to share with you at towards the end of the show as well because I want you to come and get a part of this. I am doing some stuff. And, you know, I want to welcome our new whisperers to our community, and thank you for joining us. So listen, don't forget, I want you to join the conversation, so please call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091, and guess what, whisperers, you know already. You know that Blog Talk Radio has put a live chat box into our episode so you can drop your questions in there. If you have a comment that you want to make or you want me to reiterate a point, you just drop that in that chat box and you know your girl loves to monitor a great chat box. And listen, I want to welcome the ladies of Philadelphia Grateful. I am so grateful to have you all here in our live Zoom room, and especially since you're right here in Philly. They're a book club of women that are 60-plus, and I have to tell you, when I was in there earlier, these ladies are some spirited women, and I am enjoying them. And you know what? Jack has given us a spirited cocktail mocktail of the episode. I tell you. He came in last week and he turned up, right? This week he even did better because he said, look, it's fall. I'm going to give you a great cocktail. We have the magic apple cocktail. Oh, my goodness. This thing is so delicious and so crisp. It says fall and it says fun. And listen, if you're not getting your cocktails or your mocktails, you're missing out. I have to tell you, you're missing out. So make sure you go to the description box, click on the live link, join our newsletter because we're giving some dynamic tips in there. You're getting your featured cocktail, mocktail of the episode, plus much more. So don't forget, I want you to join this conversation, so call in at 516-595-8091. So, are you ready to get into our discussion? Born to be an optimist. Oh, I know, dynamic title already. I'm so charged up by this that I can't even begin to tell you. And if you all could see the notes that I have that I have I have so much that I'm pouring into this. So, you know, we start our discussions off with a clear meaning and a definition, and this is no different. So we're going to get the understanding of optimist, and that's a person who tends to be hopeful and confident about the future or the success of something. 
So once again, let me give it to you again. It's an optimist, a person who tends to be hopeful and confident about the future or the success of something. You know, whispers, let me ask you, are you a cup half full type of person or a cup half empty type of person? Well, look, don't answer that right now. I'm going to put a pin in that right now, but we're going to come back to that question a little bit later in that discussion. So the question was, are you a cup half full type of person or a cup half empty type of person? Because you know what? Researchers who study optimism have found that our answers to this question, um, like these questions like these, have a wide variety of uh, consequences. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's not just a singular part of it. It has a wide variety. And do you all know that optimism is an important aspect of positive psychology? Some of you who work with me, you know that I talk about this often. And it's very true because this is an area that looks at how individuals can become happier. And you know all of us are always trying to be happier. We're always trying to bring a lighter side into our life. You know, I tell people I walk with a little smile on my face all the time. I bring joy in. I love sunny days. And I don't mind rainy days either, but sunny days just seem to just charge you the right way that you need. And I heard a great quote by um, Winston Churchill. It stated, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Isn't that dynamic right there? I love that, that, you know, analogy that he used. I'll say it again so this way you guys can get it. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. You know, um, how many of us have known someone that is just like that? They can see the bright side in everything. You know, I always tell you guys about my mom. My mother was the type of person that could see the bright spot in everything. Even if the person, you, I could be like, Mommy, no, this person is not this, this da-da-da-da-da. She would be like, oh, you know, so that's not it. You know, they're this or that. She could literally see the rainbow beyond the clouds and before it ever cleared. And sometimes it would make me laugh because I would think to myself, how is it so that she can just see this and be like this? But it was always so lighthearted and beautiful. It was a quality that I just admired in her because she could. She could see beyond anything. Even people that I would think like, oh, mom, no, please, you you got to get away from them. She was like, no, but they're so this or they're that. She could definitely see the inner quality or see that possibility of someone being better than what you may have perceived. And, you know, a lot of times when you, we look at these things and optim, at optimists, when faced with problems, they tend to find the upside to a situation and start to figure out ways to solve the problem or ways to turn it around. Where, like, pessimists immediately throw up their hands and they start yelling, I can't, this has ruined my day, it's over, I can't anymore. 
And how many times have we met people like that, that, oh, my day is just ruined. You know, I overslept today, so it's just going to be a bad day. They tell themselves it's going to be a bad day. So in turn, it just kind of leads forward into that. That ball gets rolling down the hill. They never have a finger on it, and it just spirals out of control. So whispers, this being stated, the world's foremost expert, who is Dr. Martin Siegelman, states, that everyone is born optimistic. Did you hear that? Everyone is born optimistic. And 95% of grown-ups are pessimist, not optimist. I was like, how is that possible? 95%, that is just incredible to me. So it made me start to wonder, what happens to people? What what exactly goes on that makes people start to be these pessimists that, that no longer can see the brightness or that, that possibility in things? See, pessimism usually isn't a conscious choice. Some people are genetically predisposed to be more negative than others. I, it made me even think of like that cartoon with um, Pooh Bear, the Eeyore. I had to laugh because, remember, Eeyore could just be like, oh, down in the mouth. He just would be, like, so sad that, you know, they were going to have a party, and he was like, oh, great. You know, like, it wasn't going to be great, but he was just kind of, like, there. And and the whole mood, and even how they drew him and how the perception of him, it was just kind of downtrodden. And it was heavy. And see, that's what pessimists, they're, they're heavy. That mindset is just constantly weighing down on them. And so pessimism more often develops as a result of external circumstances, like, you know, a bad breakup or um, a job loss, injury, illness, a major trauma. But when you think about it, most people tend to be um, an optimist sometimes and a pessimist at other times, which is true because that's that balance. That's that ebb and flow that we have in our lives because sometimes we can be like, oh, this is bad. This is very bad. But then it's the way that we rebound from it and how we place it in our mind, in that cortex, and what we bring to that frontal lobe that helps us to pivot our mindset, pivot the way we see things how we accept them into our life, how we accept the changes, the disrupt or whatever. We don't allow it to become like a total setback that you can't see beyond it. And ironically, a lot of times things turn out according to how we feel about a situation. And if a person feels like something will go well or feels optimistic about it, usually seems to go well. Let me give you a prime example. I'm, I'm going to use, my, um, I'm gonna use my, my daughter. She's nine years old. And sometimes she could wake up and she's just like, oh, no, you know, something could happen. And she's like, oh, no, this is going to be a bad day. And sometimes when she says that and before she could, like, really get it together and pivot and come into, like, being a more positive energy, and she's still spiraling down that hill, like I said, we don't have that finger on that ball that's just going down that hill. 
her day starts to spiral out of control that everything is starting to be bad. She may even get on punishment or something because she's just not able to pull herself out of it. So in turn, we started working with her and helping her to direct her mind differently because that's not an energy that we want for her to have. Because they're little people, sometimes they don't understand how to do that pivot. They don't understand how to change and shift in that way. But as adults, we're conscious of things, and you should be conscious of things. We should be able to do this. We should be able to reset. I always tell you to recenter yourselves. You know, I always talk about that all the time, about recentering ourselves. And so, you know, this is something that happens, and the same is true of, like, our reserve, like how we reserve, our reserves get depleted when we constantly have to tap in and it's being drained by negativity. And when someone feels like something will go badly, it tends to do it. It tends to just keep wearing and wearing. So an indication that you are dealing with a pessimist, how the indications are this? is um, in a simple phrase they will use in stressful situations. Now, this is like a pessimist, how they deal with it, how, they, how you know you have someone that's a pe- pessimist. They'll say something like, I can't. I, I, never can, I, I, I never can do this. I won't. I, I'll never be able. Never. The word never is so strong and prevalent. Where if you put the optimist in the exact same situation, the optimist is going to make a, a conscious choice, not just reacting to the situation. An optimist prefers to think more positively. It could be a bad circumstance, but they will sit there and they will try to think about what can possibly pivot or change it, that it's not so dramatic and they're not reactive to the circumstance and situation either. And they focus on what they really want, not what might happen to them. Sometimes we have to think about that outcome. How can we change things? How can we de-escalate things? And that means that we have to really start to use our minds in that way. You know, this discussion, I love it because it really brings forth a mindset And, you know, and I keep telling you that we are in a growth mindset. 2021 and beyond is a growth mindset. And I'm going to really develop that for you all as we keep going forward. I'm going to bring up a a deep conversation and we're going to tap really into this because it's going to be, it's a part of my masterclass that I'm teaching. And it's a part of that declutter your mind masterclass that's starting up in two weeks. And if you missed out on this one that's starting, don't worry. We're going to push out the new one that's going to be starting after this, and you'll get on the wait list, and when it launches, you'll be a part of it because it's such a shift and a pivot of your mind because that's what this is. This discussion is all about this. This discussion is pouring into the basics of understanding we can and will change if we want to. But you got to be willing to do it. We have to be willing to do this. But you know, whisperers, let me tell you this. 
true optimism is not sitting back thinking positive thoughts and hoping everything will turn out right. That that's that's another thing. It's how you see the world positively rather than negatively. You face each situation, each problem, each obstacle, each occasion with a positive attitude. And you always look forward to the benefits you will derive from it. So it made me start to think this. If you are pessimistic, how can you develop more optimism? How can you be optimistic? How can we develop it? So you know, I'm going to give you some tips. And these are going to also be your takeaways of this episode as well. So if you have a pen, you may want to start taking notes if you haven't already. But if you are, this is a great time to get your pen and your paper because these tips are so important. And we're going to really get into them. And if you don't have a pen and paper right now, look, pin mark this episode and come back and listen to it. And if it's not something that you yourself may need to work on, the most important thing here that we do is share. Give it to someone who may need this and need this information poured into them because we're bringing value. We're raising the decimals on how people are vibrating in our, our network, the people that are in your circle. You want to resonate and you want to vibrate at a high decimal. You don't want to be a low vibration person. You don't want to be the pessimist. You don't want to have everything as just a poor outlook on life. You don't want to be Eeyore. So with that being said, let's get into these tips of how we can develop this quality, this beautiful trait of optimism. So first and foremost is this. Create some positive mantras, affirmations. You know I tell you all constantly about affirmations. While many of us believe our happiness or lack thereof is based on external things, we're often the ones holding ourselves back. You realize that? Because a lot of times we do that. We hold ourselves back. Because remember I taught you about self-talk? Sometimes we do negative self-talk. And when we do negative self-talk, what happens? We hear that in our heart. We hear that in our mind. And then it just encompasses our soul. And so in turn, the negativity keeps churning. And so in turn, when we do a positive and we put affirmations up, and remember, you hear the word, we put affirmations up because we're visual creatures. We want to see these affirmations so we can really move on them and react and have them action plans and not allow ourselves to get caught up in that spiral. We have to start thinking more positively. You need to change these messages in ourselves that they don't keep popping up like a jack-in-the-box because we don't want that to happen to us. So the first step is we're going to create some positive affirmations or mantras. So that's number one. Number two, we're going to focus on 
your success. Notice what that said? Your success. Because this is the, this is the key of everything. Most of you and most of us are happy to acknowledge other people's success and accomplishments, but when it comes to your own, you frequently play them down or you ignore them entirely. And how many times do you hear me on this show, in your sessions, tell you to celebrate your small accomplishments? You see, I tell you, because I want you to really get that, because that's that nurturing part of you, self-care. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not just one-dimensional where you take care of everyone else. It's about you. It is not being selfish care. It's nurturing your mind. Just like you nurture your body, you feed your body, you hydrate your body. It's the same thing that you have to do with yourself when you give yourself those positive celebrations because you accomplished something. It could be very small of an accomplishment, but you did it and you succeeded at it. So to start thinking more positively about yourself, you need to regularly remind yourself of what you have done what you can do and what you have achieved and stop listening to your inner critic yeah you heard that the inner critic that's that self-talk the negative self-talk that you say oh i i could have did that better no you did great Tomorrow, I'll even do better. So one, create some positive affirmations. Put them up so your eye sees them. Number two, focus on your successes. Celebrate Y-O-U. Then it leads us into number three. Get a role model. Yeah, you heard that. Get a role model. If you want to become an optimist, it can help define yourself a positive role model, whether it's a colleague, a close friend, um, think of the most, you know, cheerful person that you know, or a person that just seems to always look at that cup differently than how you do and tap into them because I guarantee you they will pour that value into you so your mindset can start to reignite and change. And it can make a pivot into more of an optimistic mindset and positive feeling. So for the next few weeks, do an experiment and try to take a walk in their shoes. Try to put yourself as that person, how they would react or how they say things. Maybe they're lighthearted. And maybe you're a little more reserved and, and serious. Put yourself in another person's shoes for one week. Give yourself moments to react how they would. How they would. See how you feel. See how it motivates you to move differently. So we're creating some positive mantras or affirmations. We're focused on your 
successes. We're celebrating YOU. We're getting a role model. So that's number three. And then number four, you're going to focus on the positive. Now pay attention here. It's important to remember that it isn't events themselves that make us unhappy. It is our interpretation or a better word I say would be our uh, reaction to them. That's a better way of saying it. And while you can't always change events, you can change your responses to the events. See, when negative situations occur, try to reframe them by focusing on the positive or what you can learn from the situation. Sometimes we need to look at it, what can we take away from that circumstance? What do we need to learn to make building blocks to help us to go across that pond? We need to put these blocks in there a certain way so we don't fall into the water. So what can we take away from the situation to help us to do that? And when negative situations occur, try to refrain from them being, um, from focusing on them and being so, uh, like, downtrodden. That's a good word, of downtrodden on them. And by doing that, it will help us. And by putting ourselves in that mindset, in that frame, it switches, it, it pivots us differently. And do your best to focus on what you have learned and gained from your experience rather than on what you have lost. You see, it's the, it's the way that we shift it, the way that we're looking at things. So our first step, create some positive mantras. Focus on your success, the Y-O-U. Get a role model. Focus on the positive which leads us into the fifth one of don't try to predict the future. Now, I keep telling you all, there is no crystal ball and you don't have one. And when things don't go right in life, optimists tend to view each incident as an isolated event. Where pessimists often look out for patterns or the uh, situation, well, it's going to happen again. If it happened once, it'll happen again, because that's that negativity that they're telling themselves. But it's important not to try to predict the future based on what happened in the past. You can't go forward looking backwards. Remember, whispers? We can't go forward looking backwards. We can't see the obstacles if we're looking down at our feet. We got to look up and we got to look forward. So we can keep pushing and keep moving. So it brings us into a circle. We're making this circle. You're connecting it. So you got your create some positive mantras or your affirmations. Focus on your success, the Y-O-U. Get a role model. Focus on the positive. Don't try to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. And now this last one here is this, and this is important. You have to surround yourself with positivity. 
Spending time with negative people who continually see the bad in every situation is a surefire way to ensure you continue to feel negative. So sometimes it means that we have to clean out our friends that are like that. Because we may have some friends that are just negative. They do that negativity. They bring up every, you know, obstacle. You could be trying to celebrate a great occasion and they will bring in the negative energy. And you have to protect yourself from that. I have the pleasure of surrounding myself with some great people that pour into me. And I've connected with them in ways that we enlighten and and refresh each other in, in a deeper manner. We can have deep discussions, go through certain things, but we pour value back into each other by that positivity. And it's a dynamic energy. And there's not an Eeyore in our bunch. And it's a grand thing that we feel because now, lo and behold, you're not just expanding your energy and just giving away your energy. You're being recharged again by the person. And so that's what you want. You want your associates to recharge you, not deplete you. A dead battery does nothing. It does not even allow you to move, and it does not allow the car, the toy, the flashlight to light up, nothing. And so you don't want that. So once again, what are we taking away? One, create some positive affirmations. Put them up so your eye sees them. Number two, focus on your success, the Y-O-U. Celebrate the small accomplishments that you make. Number three, Uh, Get a role model. Number four, focus on the positive. Number five, don't try to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. And surround yourself with positivity. Oh, my goodness, Whispers, you got to tell me. You can't tell me that this wasn't a powerful discussion. I mean, we are talking about some dynamics here. We're being optimistic. Look, I'm so charged up in soup from this discussion right now that I'm like floating on cloud number 99. And each time you think a negative thought, stop and try to implement these tips that I told you. Turn it around to find the positive aspects of the situation. And do this each time and build on it. It will become a habit to you. It'll become like second nature, and you'll never be tripped up on it. You know, Whispers, I want you to practice your positive thinking and your positive feelings. Give yourself permission to think new thoughts and feel new feelings. And if you need help with that, I want you to tap into me. I want you to book a session. I want us to book sessions and get this ball rolling because We are on a growth mindset. We are pivoting. We are growing. We are developing. We are becoming better people. And I'm excited to be a part of this journey. I'm excited to usher in great topics like this in our space. I mean, how many times have we come together and we get to just really pour into each other? It's it's a wonderful occasion. And I thank you for allowing me to be able to do this. You know, this is the time that I love. When I come in this room, I'm energized, 
I'm happy, I'm excited to be here, and more importantly, I want to make sure that you all are nurtured in the same way. So look, this has been a dynamic discussion. I could go on even longer with this, but I respect the time and time together. I want you all to feel free if you want me to answer your questions or you want to be a part of our private Zoom group like these ladies here that have been dynamic in this group, please click on the links. Become a part of our newsletter so you can find out how you can be a part of these discussions as well. You have... You want me to answer your questions or your letters, email me at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Once again, that's info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. And come get social with me. I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram at www.instagram.com, whispersinabottle underscore podcast. We have our Facebook group, and that's on Facebook.com slash Whisper in a Bottle. No S. And, guys, I told you I had something dynamic that I've just launched. Well, look, if you are a part of Clubhouse, you have to come over there every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Myself and Najem P. Lee are hosting a dynamic room. It's called the Round Table of Intention. Oh, and our first discussion was just totally fire. And we're at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Clubhouse. Come over, join me, follow me, let's connect. I want to get to know you. I want you to know me, and I want you to be a part of these dynamic discussions that I'm having. You know, guys, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to usher in next week's topic, which will be how to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I know. I need some, like, dun-dun-dun music or something. But you know what, guys? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, and motivational speaker. And I look forward to us coming back together again next week on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And look, guys, please be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Protect your children. Because though those children that are under a certain age, they can't be vaccinated, and you're their first line of defense. And with that being said, guys, I hope you have a great weekend and take care. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and apply. details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.